Hello, hello. We're glad you made it. Welcome to the future. It's been Pandemia and Electronic Nightmares, but Blazer Alley is here. We're back again. It's Monday night, and what else could you expect? It's a new season, a truncated season at best with a compressed preseason, but here we are, the biggest Blazer fans ever to assemble in one room under 700 square feet. It's Blazer Alley. Oh, this room is tight. And to my left is Chad Quishirba. To my right, Coach Josh. Nothing but the facts. And our newest guest. No one had a better nickname other than his real name. And he lives at 424. It's Flavio. Flavio's in the house. You got a new uh, Mixer Boy Man guy kind of thing. How exciting. Boy. He's a a new season. Mixer Boy Flavio. Get ready to dump 2020 because 2021 is the year of the pinball. Red and black attack. It's just you and me again, and with uh, and these other guys here, but it's just you and me again. It's just you and me. I guess. Look at us. Oh, what you must think of us. Yes. We're just too stupid to quit. So we got a new season just starting up. It's a little late in the in the year for a season to be starting. It is think. late. It's kind of weird. It's quite unique. Usually we'd already have being like 20, 30 games in the season already. Trades happening. Uh, I'd already put a cigarette burn on my favorite jersey at this point. <laughs> yeah, I think twice probably. Maybe. But yeah, we just started a new season and it's exciting. Yeah, I feel a little guilty that it isn't overwhelming me like it does normal years. This year has been just nothing but woe and negativity, so I expect no nothing better from my Blazers. I think the season's starting in a kind of a whisper. It's not. There's not a lot of advertisement out there. I'm not seeing a lot of uh, no, buzz around. There's just nothing going on in the world, really. So it's gonna take. It's gonna. Um, it's gonna be a really. I think a explosion of. Uh, it's gonna be forever the asterisks and everything that we view. Everything the every every Olympiad, every contest, every sporting event, every what movie will always have an asterisk. Oh, that was when it was COVID. So what? that's what we get. We get to be compared forever to COVID. Great. I can't wait to carry this burden. Mm, COVID. That's the But worst, looking forward to this really. next season. Oh, yeah, hugely. We, Look we, at me. I'm a Twitter. Looking forward. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. But hey, looking coach, forward to this next season. We've got uh, some guys that are coming back from that weren't expecting to come back. One guy I wasn't expecting to come back was Carmelo. It's always exciting. I um, thought he'd kind of bolt. I, I had a feeling that he would bolt, but apparently he's uh, kind of finding a home in Portland. We're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. What makes it? What do you think, Chad? It makes it a I place know what this city Camelo. was like from, from an outsider, and now I know what it's like being an insider and being here and being, you know, one, one of their own and, you know, representing this city. So I'm, I'm comfortable. You know, I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm, I'm settled in. I've been settled in. Um, and... I'll find my way. You know, I'm, I'm grown. I'll find my way. It's just not so many things that I, I, I need and want. We're going to make it work. Unlike LeBron James and a bunch of ring chasers, unlike t- uh, players in the last 10 to 15 years of the NBA, 
Carmelo is displaying something that very few superstars display, if you can consider Carmelo a superstar. He is showing homerism. He is showing that he's satisfied with where he's at his lot in life. He's not chasing money. He's not Kevin Durant tra-la-laing all over the, the NBA looking for a fit. Carmelo is looking to be a part of something. I and wouldn't be here if I didn't have high hopes. It's part of the community, part of the team. He likes being around these young players, it looks as if. And it also seems that he's enjoying being somebody that's giving knowledge to the younger players in the NBA. Whether it's the, his own team, uh, for instance, our rookies, the Anthony Simons and the unpronounceable new Ricky name that we have, the big Afro kid. He seems to be more of an, in a coaching or an adult situation with the youth. Also, he's got kids and a wife, and he's no longer, you know, wanting a different lifestyle. He's looking for exactly what Damian Lillard was talking about, getting away from Oakland, and the kind of things that C.J. McCollum talked about when he signed his quarter-of-a-billion-dollar contract. And also, in the last five years, we've seen free agents come to Portland that have said, this was my choice, the last one being Rodney Hood. So I think it's Carmelo is just displaying we're finally getting the 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 blessings of being a small market team free agents are now wanting to be in this you know i guess pandemia and social unrest are really great for the portland trailblazers because we seem to be doing pretty good for free agents the way i look at it i see that carmelo's kind of looking he's he's twilight of his career he's 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 only got a couple years left so he wants to cement his legacy and he, he had other offers on the table. I think New York was one of the places they were trying to get him. But he, he, he want, if you want to cement your legacy, you don't want to be going to a rebuilding team at the end. You want to go to a team that's, that's playoff bound and that's on the cutting edge of, of getting a chance at a championship. And New York did not provide that. I think he wants this. If he can make this work in Portland, this will cement his. He's already made enough money, lifetime enough money, to do whatever he wants. All right, Thank ten you, fold over, ten fold over. He's he's all scoring. He's he's showed his all star ability. Now he just needs to win in the playoffs. It'd and be I nice to see him win in the playoffs, definitely. And I think he got a taste of that with the Portland Trailblazers. Yes, I think his, uh, he basically he saw that that his best option was with Portland to be a part of. He could go to the Lakers or go with the the Nets or Houston and be just a a bit piece. But I think for for him to go out on top, Portland was his best bet because he would he has a big role in Portland, I think. He I does. Like, I think not only will he be a starter again for the Portland Trailblazers, not consistently, but he no, will he's start for he, the Portland Trailblazers again. He'll still games. be part of uh, the working operations, the, the gears meshing. He's He is one of the gears. I think, I think Carmelo just needed a home. I think Carmelo needed to feel wanted, and I think the Blazers were the only team in the NBA to give Carmelo Anthony a chance. To, and he might owe the Blazers something for that. Well, I think there was probably a few other teams that were willing to give him a chance, but I think Portland, I think Portland had the best potential for him, and so he was holding out. And I think Portland was the finally the Boy, team. Carmelo sure didn't sound like he was holding out when he was damn near crying on ESPN asking for a job. Well, he was probably asking for a job from a good team. I'm sure Sacramento would have took him in a heartbeat. Minnesota in a heartbeat. All those crappy-ass teams. At that point, I feel Carmelo would have went to training camp with anyone. I doubt it. Uh, There you have it. it. And that was Blazer Alley. Thanks for listening. I doubt it. There's no way he would go to play for Sacramento or 
or obviously he had Angelus a chance to go back to New York King. and they were rebuilding. He wasn't going to go back to New York. His, his money situation would increase if he went back to New York with all the other kind of endorsements and stuff like that that happens when you become a superstar in a big market it's like why teams players want to go to LA and New York are the two markets that most players or Miami and Miami is mostly because of the living taxation and tax well yeah taxation and and if Alaska had a team everyone would want to play for that one Texas also benefits from their taxation that's why there's three teams in uh, Texas not just because it's a big state, but it's always exciting. Um, each each time you come into a new year, you have new expectations, new goals, um, new faces who are trying to kind of continue to establish who they are as players in the league. So I'm looking forward to it. You never know what to expect in a season, but I like our chances as long as we stay healthy. I think that's the that's the key to most teams' success. Um, that most teams we, we haven't been healthy for four years. Yeah, that's CJ true. The key is to excited. success. That's CJ the, likes the chances. Well, I like our chances. Coach Stotts if likes Greg the chances. If Greg Oden had been healthy, blank. If yeah. if uh, if Nurkic well, had been now healthy, because the team blank. Is right. But if speaking, Brandon Roy had been healthy, blank. Speaking of new players and new new acquisitions, there's two uh, wings that we just got. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. is I think his name, and uh, mm-hmm. Rocco Robert Covington. Good but, uh, what do you think of these guys so far? We uh, have one, two preseason games under our belts after of the, as of this taping. Winning. What do you think, Chad? Winning. I think both of them look like qualified starters. They they were picked by Olshay. Obviously, his magic wand and his his pulling rabbits out of his hat. He did it again. Some of them have worked. Some of them haven't worked. But in the beginning, Winning. every year, I think of the free agent signings that he does, and I always ask myself, how did he pull that off? I, I guess I'm always under the, the idea that we're, we're cursed by being small market, and we can't get free agents worth a piss. And we always have to watch do the that. Clippers and the Lakers and even Utah get better signings than we do. Um, well, but now we got Covington. We even got Giles. We got Covington, Jones, and Giles. Those are three solid players. I haven't seen the Blazers add three pieces, a la the Pippen days, when we were able to add some really serious talent um, to that Scottie Pippen '99-2001 era. There was a lot of trading, and there was uh, a lot of trading and all kinds of stuff. But we added three significant elements to the team. We already and we were able to to keep our nucleus though that was one of the great things about like that time is that we still kept Rashid Sabonis, still Sabonis Stoudemire Stoudemire and, and we added Scotty Pippen Antonio Wingfield both things I think he was gone that was a joke time. man if you, yeah. if you smile does your mustache become askew or akimbo is that your problem maybe maybe askew or akimbo thank you he's not even trouble. the sound guy he's trouble. He's and he's a college he's graduate trouble. but if you look at these two new guys that we got I think they kind of in in Neil O'Shea's uh, history, he's he's always taken chances on guys that are certainly just below the radar or, or on or, the cusp or, of. Or he's of, friends with the agent. That's also true. He's a, he's he drafted like I think Ooh, if you look back at uh, it reminds me of Mo Harkless and Aminu's signing. Both of them were, I think Covington's kind of in an Aminu mold. He's a he's kind of a veteran. He's been around a couple teams. Aminu was a great sign. Not. He, it was a definitely was a, a great, great sign. I liked um, Al Farouk Aminu. And Mo Harkless had the potential. I'm sad that Mo is gone. He, Mo, he, my God. He was I a lottery Mo, pick, yeah. another guy that was, you know, had potential and had played for a few teams and hadn't got comfortable anywhere. And the, both of them played well. Yes, um, they but, did. But I think the difference with uh, Jones or, yeah, Jones and um, Covington is that they're a little bit younger, I think, than Mo and, and, 
The defense is quite different. Uh, Covington. You think they, they don't play? <laughs> Giles is defensively big. Covington is a big, strong lad, a la Wesley Matthews. And Jones, he can move. He's got lateral movement and looks like a seven foot two Nic- Nicholas Batum wingspan on him. He does definitely get that wingspan. That's D. That's D. But I think Mo Harkless and Aminu both had all that kind of stuff. I know Aminu is a Giles. great defender. Yeah. Yeah, it, it again, just back to the analogy, we're uh, is it's addition by addition. And here we are again with a bunch well, of like new players. Seen, I, did, I can't believe in the last three to four years, it seems like every season that we start, there's always three that we're scrambling to buy the jerseys or memorize the name. That's basketball and having 17, 16 players on your roster. There's going to be a few. Hey, we got Dame's cousin on the team. Yeah, I think he might actually have a good he shot. He has a chance of making the team. Well, I think oh, he's a good shot of have, being on the really team for most of the year it. because I think I read somewhere once or twice, I might have read it twice, so that might make it real, that the NBA will uh, expand the rosters that you can have, the number of players that can be active, and the rosters. So I read 17 during COVID are the allowed yeah. number. 17 on your team. We yes. only have 15. Well, yeah. Usually. Oh, we can get two more players? And well, usually, you know, you, you only have, like, what, 13 guys that are, like, active? Yes. Maybe maybe it's two, 12. Two on 12 the injured active reserve. guys and two to three on the injured reserve list or it's whatever. a unique year. The, the inactive list yeah. is what they call it. Zach's on the roster. He's not inactive. Is he inactive? Well, at this point, it doesn't matter right, right now. Right, it's preseason. Yeah. You have to make a pre-season. Coach's decision. No, actually, they, they have, as of, like, uh, the beginning of... Uh, last week, they were had one empty roster spot, and that was with the regular amount of roster spots. I wonder if that has something to do with COVID, with oh, the totally NBA's does. stringent For rules, sure. even the NFL, on if anyone tests, like I call it the, what, the three degrees of Kevin Bacon. If you're three degrees of COVID, you have to sit out for a while, and maybe that's why they're expanding the roster. I think they, they've been prosthesis. watching the other leagues play and seeing how, especially college Football has been decimated by COVID. Our teams are canceling left and right their games. No one's getting in the full amount of games. Uh, Oregon football team really just got lucky. They had lost two straight games, and somehow they are in the uh, Pac-12 championship game after losing two straight games. Yeah. I think winning There's only that asterisk one, I'm gonna, I've been talking about. One, yeah, yeah. one, I think maybe two Pac-10, Pac-12 games. And so since the team Washington, who was the uh, – team that's supposed to be in for the North Division in the Pac-12 for the championship. They but got the last COVID game bit. that Yeah, the last game that they were going to play got canceled because of COVID. Uh-huh. And Washington lost So there, it yeah. was a no contest, and that was what made them get into the Pac-12 thing. Yeah. It seems and like the playoffs play last so year. Then, yeah, Oregon now gets to be in the championship. Here's a pity prize for So Oregon. I think the NBA is probably, with the roster expansion, it says, okay, so we only need five, seven guys, seven or eight guys to play a game, really. Now, if if we want to be able to be competitive, let's expand the roster because who knows? Two, three guys could probably get COVID and be exactly. out for a week. Nurkic but takes two guys to his hairstylist. Yeah, right? we, we and the guy washing guys. their hair has a ma- mother-in-law who got COVID. Now Nurk oh, stylist, Nurk and all the guys that went to get his hair cut, boom. Yeah, you so lost three I think guys. this could be good for the uh, pl- uh, <laughs> players, maybe for players that are not playing in the in in the U.S. because they're good enough. Sure. But they, there's not enough spots for them. So it they dilutes w- the talent of the NBA, definitely. Well, I think, yeah, well, it, may, it might bring back um, good talent that's overseas. Who knows? That's hard to say. I, I think if you're going to expand the team's it, well, players, the, you have to shrink the league's teams. Well, you're not, you're, you're not really 
adding teams. You're just adding players to teams. I think you should teams. subtract teams. Now the players that are worthy of being on an NBA roster are going to be well, redistributed. Is, well, this is a different different conversation than what we're having about Well, I'm about saying COVID, it should though. be an amendum. If you're going to add more players to one team, that definitely dilutes the, ta the talent level of the NBA. So why not contract the NBA if you're going to expand the roster? Why? I just mm. Because it's sense. not a dilution of talent. But it just doesn't make sense to a redistribution of, of wealth. It's not going to make the league any better because one team is not there, and now there's it's the domino there's theory, 12 man. guys that are. But it just doesn't. Ready. I think you don't contract. I think I do. Don't you tell me what I want. I didn't ask. I didn't ask you what said you want. You don't. Well, I, yeah, don't I can say that. you don't. That you means don't I need. don't. You don't, don't need do it. That. We're not you don't married, need contracting. bro. Not married. Why don't you go home and tell people what to do? I'll tell people what to do here. I've this noticed. This is my show. Oh. Ready, I'll fight. I'll tell you what to do. You don't Ready, have to do it or fight. anything. But I, I think the yeah, league. That's why I got a yeah. mic in front of my mouth so I can tell yeah. you. The league has needed contractions since the Orlando one? Magic have been introduced into the league. I think that's a falsity <laughs> in the sense that that falsehood. That that you make more teams that there's going to be worse players playing. I think that yes, the play true. NBA players are getting are not just NBA players. Basketball players are getting better and better and there's more better players than there's ever been. You add more spots, you're going to see uh, guys who are, weren't going to get a shot up there. You're going to see guys like De'Aaron Fox in, in Sacramento. Okay. Guys that He'll got, always have a place on the team. Well, I like our chances. There's always going to be a spot for another guy that, that's going to be good. There's going to as the league goes and and bees and bees, whatever that means, don't know. and and expands and gets more grasp on the whole world. Mexico City next NBA franchise. Here we uh, go. It's always exciting. Probably um, the most logical thing. Yeah. I know what this city was like from from an outsider, and now I know what it's like. Come on, man. Let's let's really make a run for it. Uh, let's go for it, and let's not you know be the organization that says. Oh, we made the playoffs this many years in a row. We've got a good culture. We've got this, you know, let's let's put ourselves out there and, you know, try to do whatever we can do to give ourselves a real shot. You know, let's try to bring let's try to bring that glory back to, to Portland. You know, a lot of the steps that I take in my life is so that I could come out here and be at my best and play at the highest level so that I could win a championship for this, this organization and for this city. A lot of the steps that I take. just uh, like the same old, same old, because this sounds like same what he says. Sounds every, like Dame is rookie year. Every year he says this. Right, there things. he is. Can well, we leave he's going to keep doing it. Is it is it anything new? We we know that Dame. This is what you want. Being to do. close, not it's here. not good enough. What Dame is speaking to, to is a lot of other players will, uh, you know dance around the subject and say we've made it to the playoffs seven years in a row or we have a great coach and we have a great organization so why can't we just be dame's got a lot of flack in the media for wanting to stay in portland you know a lot of the pundits want him to join a winner because he's in his prime what he's trying to say is he's never lost his fire to win a championship and he wants to do it here in portland the team that drafted him and the team that gave gave him the keys to the ignition I think he's defending himself in a way, say all the naysayers should just slow it down because Dame wants his chance to be at home. Do you think there's still a lot of naysayers out there for Dame? And oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every you, team that wants him is a naysayer. Would you say that, that, that the media also and the, the national TV is kind of a naysayer in Portland? And, and I, I would evidence agree. would be 
the first half of the NBA season, I think the Trailblazers only have five games that are uh, on TNT and uh, and ESPN national televised games. Five five games all season with Dame and CJ and, and, and Carmelo. They're putting us in ninth in the West. Something yeah yeah. A lot of people don't uh, uh, think highly of the Blazers, it's but I think like that's that. kind of a good thing. It's always that's like our that. asterisks. It's a cool. real Blazers yeah, fan. I think it, it gives Dame an excuse to to uh, ball out. I think it gives him kind of a chip on his shoulder, and hopefully Nurk and CJ get that chip and start to uh, step it up. Being close, even even mellow. Um, there's a lot of players on the Portland Trail Blazers that have been given a second chance. Something we've talked about a lot. Is it coaching? Is it the organization? Is it the, the, the style that the Portland Trailblazers use during training camp? Players tend to shoot better when they come to the Portland Trailblazers. Players tend to have a second chance or uh, regenerate some of their stock. Um, uh, it just seems like Portland has a good system in place. Maybe they're finally ahead of the times in some way. Their organization treats the players maybe a little bit better. When I watch some of the small potatoes things, I see like locker rooms and I see different aspects of the way they travel. The Blazers are a high-class organization that treat their players well. They've always been a top-notch team for player tra treatment. And, and I think that's part of it. You get a guy like Mello or a guy like Rodney Hood that chooses to come to Portland and then... Or, or somebody who we gets a second chance like Giles. Or Nurkic when he we came make from Denver. So if Portland is a, uh, a team that once you get here and, be, and is treated well by the team and, and it should get out that, you know, this is a good uh, organization to come to. But why, why is it that teams, play, I mean, players don't want to come to Portland? Well, I why? think that came from those old Stacey Ogman, Rasheed Wallace days when the R Isaiah Ryder um, mentality that Portland was a backwards you know, community or Oregon was just filled with a bunch of, you know, hillbillies and white trash. Now, I think Portland is looked at as being more metropolitan. And again, give us a big asterisk because of COVID. It has shrank our world to a small microcosm. Now we're looking at things purely um, via social media, the internet, and streaming. So do you think maybe that uh, the BLM movement and the uh, protests that happened in Portland might be Helped a, Portland. a boon to yes. the Trailblazers in I their agree. recruitment of yes. African-Americans to come oh, to Portland? Yes. Oh, yes. Hmm. I think that might be a uh, it was just, the, uh, It's just the, uh, the comedy of errors. All these things coming together at once has made Portland star shine. And also... Mello resigned with the Portland Trailblazers. That resonates with a lot of youth in the NBA. Carmelo's the kind of guy that most 25-year-olds watched in college. So here we are. People are seeing what Mello has to say about Portland. I think that tends to erase and replace some of the falsehoods that were uh, bantered about the NBA, the, the rumors about our community in the NBA. I, I'm glad that Portland now can garner the free agency that it can and actually become a destination for teams. Whoa, 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 Chad. You seem to be getting the horse before the cart before the horse, I think. This I want the horse before the cart, though. This is one free agent. It's not like we just signed. Like, Over the past and four it's a, years. It's a washed up Over old the past guy four years. coming off the bench. I don't know who he's talking about now. Washed up old guy. I'm right here. Um, it's Carmelo. is old, Carmelo. washed up, and we signed him to a minimum, and... He, no one wanted to sign him, and now we're able to sign well, that to it. free agents. You make, I don't know where make, that comes from. You're making from. my point for me. Mel Melo signed a minimum contract with the Portland Trailblazers, stating that it was his home. Portland gave him a chance, and it was a community that he wanted his kids and his wife. 
but that's still, a, it says yeah, it does say that Portland is, is treats their players well, uh, but yeah. still doesn't get out to to free agents to come to Portland. Uh, like whom? I don't. I don't really know who the free agents there will. Uh, Cantor didn't want to resign with us. Uh, I'm sure there was. But uh, yet he did. He got. We know he did not. But yet he's here. We traded for him, so it's kind of like we just basically bought him to come back. But you look at uh, Chandler Parsons when we luckily was he didn't sign with us. He Hito Turkolo. What you mean? Turkolo. You just made my point for me right there. There's many free agents What'd throughout time who who were Portland has flirted sure. with. There's always going to be and we, an and argument and for and against. Well, of course, everything is like that. Everything. Or else, why would we even be here? Exactly. True. So. We'd be in agreement like we are right now. Oh, yeah, I feel like I'm arguing the minutia of a new relationship. Well, that's Ready what we do. Fight. Every day is a new relationship with the Trailblazers. Something changes. Dane oh. shoots a three from three-quarter courts. Now he's shooting him from from full court threes from off the dribble. Next thing you know, full court, yeah, full court shots from CJ and Dane all day. To the hoop. Nurk with 360 dunks from the free throw line. You never know what'll happen in NBA Jam. That's true. And the other win is not good enough. Trailblazers for life. Well, I like our chances. Well, I like our chances. It's just that Kool-Aid of preseason that we've been sipping on here at Blazer Alley. Watching two games, and now we've decided we've won the championship. Let's move on to 2022. What's the next free agent that doesn't want to come to Portland? Here comes the drama in our notoriously small market team. Everything's broken. The game is broken. We need to get we need to get fast forward right to 2022 because this year, just like 99-2000, will forever be an asterisk in the NBA annals. Well, I like our chances. Speaking of uh, fast breaks, well, I like our is, chances. Uh, fast break gonna be fixed anytime soon. Gosh, I, I haven't thought game. about anything in a while. I'll just say yes. I like.